0: princess of the darkness. And I'm Tara. And we're sitting here in Tara's room, rocking out to MCR, and celebrating 2009, or the new year, which we don't really understand why people are making such a big deal about it, because really, one more year is one more year that everyone's closer to death. Whatever, suit yourself, humanity.
1: Happy New Year, everybody. Welcome to Film Class <laughs> <Heroes. laughs> What's that from? It's an old YouTube video from 2009. Oh my goodness. I, I remember when I was younger, but I had to do some researching for it. But welcome. Happy New Year.
2: Happy New Year. Yes. Ticked oh, over. Oh, another
1: year. More movies. 2023, man. I'm just going to say it. Sucked for movies. I thought it was terrible sucked I thought it was awful I mean there are some pretty
2: good ones
1: I felt there were some good ones but 2022 was just such a good year for movies and it was just such a drastic decline in quality for me I don't know even like I'm trying to finish catching up so I can make my definitive like top 10 list and everything Mm -hmm. and all the ones that I've been like looking forward to that I'm finally watching just I don't know none of them have been surprising me I haven't seen anything that's really taken my breath away, other than, like, two movies, which, when we get, you know, probably next week we'll do our top ten, you know, little list for you guys, just so mm-hmm. we can finish watching everything we still have to watch, but yeah. only, like, two of them have really impressed me.
0: I don't know. Man.
1: We'll see what happens in this year with movies, because, you um, know, the writer strike and actor strike, so... Maybe it's because I like watched a lot of movies
2: this year. I watched more movies this year than I did last year.
1: Oh yeah, I yeah. slacked this year. I oh, I okay. was according to my Letterbox eighty movies under what I watched last year.
2: <laughs> oh wow. Jesus! Well, I mean, <laughs> that's more than both this year and last year combined for me. So of like modern well, movies together, you really? Yeah, I watched like forty two.
1: Well, Modern I films. still have... Let me pull up my letterbox real quick. Da, da, da. I still have, on my watch list of films to still watch before I make my definitive list, I have 90 movies. Oh, <laughs> goodness. Films that came out in 2023 that I saw theatrically, I saw 133. Wow. Yeah. Damn. Some stats. Yeah, we'll see what happens in 2024, but mm-hmm. I, I, my expectations aren't exactly high i mean even my morning job at the movie theater has sent us an email saying there'll be drastic hour cuts because of the lack of films that are being released in the beginning half of 2024 we have nothing to show we are the last three disney movies that have come out minus strange world so i'm talking soul luca and turning red are being Mm. re-released in our theaters for the beginning half of 2024 because disney has nothing else in their lineup that they're releasing dang are they like are they just trying to pivot because of all the marvel
2: stuff maybe or like, like i'm not trying sure to
1: there's only one marvel film pivotal. set for release this year if, I, if i'm the whole correct year me if I'm wrong yeah but it's deadpool 3 oh wow. other than that it's like a hiatus from marvel and the DCEU just ended which we'll talk about next week when we talk about aquaman 2 right that's over now too superhero movies i think have finally reached their end but we'll see what happens with this james gunn reboot of the dcu Mm -hmm. on the topic of disney though mickey mouse became public domain this week well the steamboat willie version yeah
2: well you can use the red pants and the golden shoes and yeah you can because it's on posters and such Mm. from the time so like there's enough Are You ready for a
1: lot of Mickey Mouse horror movies coming out yeah. <laughs> in the next
2: few months. I saw I saw <laughs> I saw a TikTok and I was like, imagine the boundless creative things that can be done now with this property. And it's like there's two horror movies and a Steam game.
1: Yeah, no, literally. Like, God <laughs> damn it. It's the same thing with when Winnie the Pooh came into public domain. Isn't yeah. Exactly the same thing's mm-hmm. gonna happen. Yeah, it should be a fun year for Film Class Heroes. We have a lot of things planned for you guys, and it should be really cool. We'll get all those social medias up and running, and we'll start posting mm-hmm. on the YouTube channel, and it'll be a lot yeah. of fun. We can't wait to experience it with you guys. So. Oh yeah! To the future! Cheers, sir.
2: We we had like we need a choir like with all Langs Syne on oh, in yeah. the background.
1: <laughs> you can hum it for us Uh -uh. (laughs) (laughs) uh-uh what was your new year did you do anything cool i played minecraft hell yeah
2: yep we me and my friends since 2014 that's what we've done every new year's except one the new year's going into 2020 that was the one year we didn't do it so
1: did you know that when you play Fortnite on the new year and you're in the middle of a battle royale game fireworks appear in the sky and it says the year
2: i was actually i was playing it you just reminded me with with one of my friends matt he was like wanted to hop in and do like his christmas stuff real quick and oh, the Winterfest things or whatever, yeah presents yeah. yeah and we were just playing and it ticked over like four o'clock here and a bunch of fireworks started there was like a giant countdown this guy was like what the hell is going on yep something bad about to happen. <laughs> Live event? Yeah. And that, that was well, Happy New Year. I was uh, like,
1: oh, that makes sense. Here on Film Class Heroes, we support Fortnite. Just throwing that out there. Yeah. We're f- yeah. Fortniters. If you don't support Fortnite, then don't listen to us. Just kidding. <laughs> us. We need your ratings. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right. Well, on the subject of movies, we have been promising a conversation about Hunger Games for a while. It's been out for about... I don't know. Two and a half months now, we haven't <laughs> talked about it, but we promised it, so let's talk about it. <laughs> yeah, how do you feel about the new Hunger Games movie? It was good. You think so?
2: Yeah, I yeah, mm-hmm. I think it kind of stands out amongst like the modern cat blockbuster. It kind of like had a little really? moment too. Yeah, I think like the, I feel like it takes itself a lot more seriously. That like the jokes are more like characters being witty in the world rather than like them making jokes
1: about the world right
2: like it's it's the tone is it it strikes it has a unique tone
1: okay i think its unique tone is boring oh (laughs) i I talk about a film that just goes on for way too long like i i the Hunger Games, spoilers for the new Hunger Games, as if anyone hasn't it seen it by right now. But <laughs> the Hunger Games itself ends an hour and a half into this movie. And then it just goes on for another hour and a half. It just doesn't stop.
2: Right. It's, like, rarely that, do I see it's a movie. It's like a whole second get,
1: movie. Right. No, literally, that's what I'm saying. Rarely do I see a movie and say, wow, that really should have been two movies. This should have been two movies. It might have benefited. It does not work. And then they're trying to be like, oh. President Snow, you know, his decline into madness and why he's like the way he is in the Hunger Games movies. It doesn't work here because they do all of it in a 40 minute period and you don't get any sense of elapsed time where he could have, like, you know, what's the word I'm looking for? Where he could have snapped. It it just kind of feels overnight. It doesn't work. And you're Ah. telling me that he hates Katniss in all the other Hunger Games movies because it's the name of a flower that his girlfriend gave him that he now hates, right? Is is that what I got out of this movie? Yeah. <laughs>
2: He's okay. party. Right. So the
1: entire the entire motivation for President Snow in the entire Hunger Games series is based off of a flower.
2: Well, well, he he reacts to like like he doesn't plan for that. Katniss just appears, right? Yeah, but then he's kind like, Katniss,
1: that's the name of the flower my girlfriend gave me, and I don't like my girlfriend. I'm going to go kill her in the woods for no reason.
2: Yeah. Honestly, it's been a long time since I've seen the original Hunger Games.
1: Yeah. I only rewatched the second one before this one because oh, I remember fire. that being like the best one, and I thought it was okay. It was nothing special. I don't know. I'm really not a big fan of the young adult action series like divergent and hunger Uh, games etc
2: i certainly never i didn't get down with the divergent
1: movies i didn't even finish those movies because of how bad they were (laughs) yeah
2: but i don't know this i I find i i did find snow like kind of compelling and like there's a lot of push and pull the whole movie's kind of like a will he won't he uh, with will he be like the good guy but he always he like. He's, a, he's, oppor- he's he's just an opportunist. He's not really like a guy. He's the villain of the series. Well, yes, but but like you get to see like him turn away every chance he has, and and just watch him continue to be opportunistic because he already is in power in the you know in the Hunger Games movie, so you don't really see that as much. You know, but you can see him be this like little opportunistic guy. Like he does do good things, but it's always just in service of himself. And he even like I feel like he even tricks himself sometimes into thinking that that's not happening, especially near the beginning. He's like I'm really helping the her. You know, it just also helps me. I I I don't know. He's he's kind of dumb. You know, he's like a nepo. He's like a nepo baby, (laughs) right? Yeah, and there's that. There's like a lot of like crowd pleasing moments in this too. That like play really, like I just feel like play really well with the crowd, or at least with like the group of people I went with. Like the the girl who getting stabbed in the neck with the bottle when she's like teasing.
1: See, I don't even and remember the, any of that. <laughs> oh, that that
2: part's so good. There's like one of the like capital chicks is like teasing this girl with a bottle of water like in the cage and and she like stabs her and that's like when like snow gets like pulled oh away. in
1: the beginning of yeah, the movie okay really ni- yeah yeah
2: really that. near and like that moment yeah. played like everyone's like oh 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 you know like so- shocked and or like uh when he uses like they set up the the water bottle thing with like terrible yeah. drones Yes, that part was really poison. funny.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I, I thought one team. part that was really funny was that little girl that's away for the entire movie because oh, the- they're obviously like, "Well, we can't show this little girl in danger; it'll right. make our audience not root for you know, not give us money." And mm-hmm. then at the end, she comes out and goes, "Well, is it over yet?" And just dies instantly. I thought that was pretty funny.
2: <laughs> yeah, to the snakes. Yeah, the snakes coming out of that thing. That was, that was comedic. It was and so.
1: Rachel Zelger kind of getting her role in Snow White in this movie. She sings to the snakes and they stop killing everybody. She's singing to oh, the animals. Oh, right. I forgot that she was supposed to be Snow White. How do you feel about Rachel Zelger? Uh, I think I'm pronouncing her name correctly. But I know there's a lot of controversy surrounding her. I thought she was not great in this. But I, th- I don't really know much about her.
2: I think it's kind of like... It's like weird. It's kind of a memorable performance. I feel like
1: it just kind of felt like an excuse to show off, like her music. I Feel like she's singing the entire movie and to no real purpose. It she just does kind of felt a like a, a Rachel Zelger like EP, like as a movie.
2: I I like a lot of the people like that. I went and saw the movie with were like they were hype on the music. They were pretty hype on it, mm-hmm. and like it's all
1: right. I they, guess. they did the hanging tree. It's a reference to the other movie. Yeah. Remember,
2: <laughs> I, it, it is also like it's a more like dedicated to like how music and like Appalachia actually sounds like bluegrass and stuff than what I remember the like original Hunger Games movie like when it did that cast kind of stuff. Mm. But I mean, I I just don't think the songs are like that awesome and the melodies and whatever. And, and like, and
1: in terms of other technical qualities for the film, at least you can tell the director kind of tried to do something a little interesting with the cinematography, but yeah. to me it just kind of felt like he was ripping off Terrence Malick the entire time. Like, he was trying his hardest to be like Terrence Malick with these weird, like, wide shots and, like, fisheye lens at certain points, and yeah, it's I, like, I, it just didn't I've work only, for me. It was pretty distracting.
2: I've only seen that one shot, I think it's from, this is from a Terrence Malick movie, where it's like the woman... And it's just like really the tree flat. of life. Yeah, okay, that's from yeah. a tree of life. That's what mm-hmm. I thought. I've seen that yeah. shot, and y- but wasn't it similar? It is the. It is like it is very much like this whole movie is like that shot. <laughs> like what's he was trying real
1: shot? hard. Thank you. Uh, I,
2: yeah, that's the only Terrence Malick shot. I like. I haven't seen any of his movies. Oh wait, no, he
1: did. Days of Heaven. Yes, I haven't the, seen that
2: yet. That one's a good one. I like that one.
1: I love Thin Red Line. I think that's a great movie.
2: I really gotta see that one.
1: Great soundtrack. Like
2: score. I think this movie tries to do like a lot to yeah, like there's a lot much. for people to grab on to.
1: Way too much. And the it amount ma- of times in it this movie where another person would come on again. screen, you wanna watch it again?
2: Oh certainly. It's kind of like really? I kinda of wanna like dissect it almost. Really? Yeah, because it, it worked like really well with like the people I went with. and well, you were really and excited I was, to talk about this? I was. I really liked it. Like I love all the the character actors in this movie are great. Like I like mm. I like what Peter Dinklage like his like hobbling around. high i morphine He's or drunk. whatever. Is yeah, drunk whatever. like yeah, and and the I forget her name, but um, the, the lady with the huge afro, Viola Davis. Yeah, yeah. I always forget her name.
1: Whatever she was doing in this movie,
2: Is she like there's a, it's like a these moments of like super high like like Downton Abbey kind of drama moments with the Capitol people, like it really hams up the Capitol.
1: Yeah, with all this like old school like this is before the Hunger Games type technology mhm yet the technology in it is more advanced in some aspects than in the other movies <laughs> like yeah the drones etc Star like, Wars prequel in in the other ones they just have these little parachutes that just fall out of the sky right you're so in mad. this one they have the drones that are literal ai <laughs> but this is before the other hunger games i don't know uh,
2: the ai sucks though
1: <laughs> yeah
0: but it's, it's so <laughs> stupid I, I mean
1: i'll never watch it again i maybe if i'm doing like if my girlfriend wants to watch all the hunger games i'll be like all right sure i'll watch them and maybe that'll i'll sit through this one but i saw it with her she didn't even enjoy it and she likes the other hunger games we mm. we did not have a good time we thought it was very boring <laughs> and I, it's just, it's one of those movies that tries to do too much in one thing. And I can't help but feel it's because, you know, it's been 10 years since the original Hunger Games came out. I feel it they weren't so entirely weird. confident that they would have the same audience that they had. So they really tried to cram everything into one film and not be like, hey, we're going to make another trilogy. Mm-hmm. But now, you know, it, it performed pretty well. They We might get another one. Right? I wouldn't be surprised.
2: She's gotta write another book first.
1: Is this this one is a book? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know much about it.
2: Yeah, okay. I, don't, I haven't read this one. I've read all the other ones. But yeah, but not this one.
1: Your dog always gets heated through our movie debate.
2: Right. I know. Yeah. I got a, a Yorkie Terrier.
1: Oh, that explains it.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I really, there's actually two of them now.
1: I used to have just oh, one. Yeah. You Mm -hmm. want to get into ratings for Hungry News? I don't have much more to say. If you want to keep going, go ahead. Yeah, I mean... It was a nothing movie to me.
2: (laughs) I think, like, I see... I think it'll stand out of, like, a little bit of, like, a kind of oddity and just kind of fun, like, character piece about this guy who's kind of just an idiot, but he, like, pulls through... he, He, like, just clutches at the right time you know i gave it a an eight out of ten
1: wow I you're a such a eights. generous critic man <sighs> i know you're so nice I, well, cause to me this just kind of go defines movies i don't want to see for me this just kind of defines 2023 as a movie just bloated everything's too long all of it's pointless i don't care about any of it i'm giving it a four out of ten <laughs>
2: Dang, that's about where the, the range on this movie is. Amongst my friends, like people I follow on Letterbox, it goes from like fours to like eights.
1: Yeah, I mean, people are digging. Like, there's it. it's like the an, highest rated of the whole series,
2: really. I didn't yeah. know that. That's crazy.
1: Yeah, speaking of highest rated movies out of the entire franchise, we saw the new Godzilla. Yeah, and I really liked it. I saw it twice. <laughs> <laughs> really. I That's did, cool. yeah. I saw it opening night, and I really enjoyed it. And I wanted to see it again, and I took Alyssa and her dad. And we had a great time. Awesome, it was really,
2: really good. If it was closer, I would have like, I would have gone twice probably.
1: Did you have to go far to see this one?
2: Yeah, I had to drive like forty five minutes.
1: Hmm. I'm becoming like you. I've been driving almost mm. two hours to see movies now.
2: Really? Yeah, <laughs> like round trip. It's like, yeah,
1: they're just like smaller movies that aren't performing, you know, well enough to be shown anywhere around me or just mm-hmm. haven't gotten that, you, you know, release schedule yet. So they're performing in the city. So I've been taking like two hour drives to go see a bunch of movies. I'm actually going tomorrow. I'm seeing that new. Um, what's her name? Daisy Ridley uh, movie. Sometimes oh, I think about dying. Yeah. It's on my list for 2023. So I'm going to go see it. It's like a two hour drive, but I'm going to go watch it. But anyway, Godzilla was very good a great return to form for the series yeah lots of fun great characters fantastic pacing everything a a blockbuster should be i enjoyed it a lot
2: i agree sometimes i think some of the moments though the especially some some of the emotional moments can be like really saccharine because they have these like really like heart pulley kind of strings like eh. Yeah, no, you're right. I, I
1: mean, this movie's but, not without its flaws.
2: But, like, other, like, literally, like, other than little stuff like that, this movie yeah. rules. And I like, agree. I, it made me feel awesome. sick to my stomach at, with worry occasionally.
1: Like He's an evil Godzilla.
2: Like, I was really like, oh,
1: oh no. Like, by and my because fingernails. Because care about these characters. Mm-hmm. The Legendary Universe, the monster MonsterVerse that's currently happening by Legendary Pictures, need to take note. In the sense, make your characters compelling. The reason people are there are, yes, to see big monsters punch other big monsters and have a testosterone boost, and it's a lot of fun. But in order to get to that, there has to be stakes. There has to be story. Mm. And here, I think the story of a failed kamikaze pilot in 40s Japan is a fascinating story. I love that character and just that, that, uh, just plot line for that character is very compelling to me and where they take it and how they use it. was so interesting, especially Mm -hmm. the relationship that he gains with that woman and the child that they raised together and, and the three other supporting characters that were introduced to it. It just, in terms of writing, it's really good.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And I, you know, and it doesn't even like, even, I feel like it gets across like kind of the more specific kind of like that specific context really well. Even, like, I don't know, like, mm-hmm. I'm not super well read on, like, Japan before World War Two. Really, Japan's history in general. Except probably, you know, that YouTube video, The History of Japan. <laughs> like, you know, that's about as far as it goes. But, like, the movie almost, like, it, it gets you, it, like, settles you into the context and, like, gives you, like, he experiences things in the world to, like, bring out, like, that, like, political context of it. Yeah, like with well, the old woman to, in the in the village when he comes home is like the most direct.
1: Yeah, it thing. goes back to Godzilla's roots, where Godzilla was created as a character to represent the bombing of Hiroshima and Nagasaki and mm-hmm. the effects of World War two on Japan, etc. Blah 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 blah. Mm-hmm. It goes back to that in the best way possible, where Godzilla is a symbolic character. He's not just a giant monster destroying everything he it works symbolically and just story-wise it's really really good Mm -hmm. no other godzilla movie's done that since the original and this is up against the original as the best one in the series in my opinion yeah and even like you know the monster is it's not
2: it it i like that they're they are kind of kept separate the two stories like there's the story of the monster and like the people have to just do what they have to do within that world, despite their personal feelings. Even though their lives come, you know, their lives come through in the like planning to defeat him and stuff. Like, like he comes up with the idea to kamikaze. Yes, yeah, spoilers into Godzilla. for uh,
1: Godzilla minus one. Yeah, sorry, I should have said that first. No, 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 you're good. But yeah, I mean, I, I, another thing I love about this film. Are the technical aspects of it. I mean, made on a budget of $15 million, which is so small for modern blockbuster filmmaking. I mean, that's even true. though this is out of Japan. Mm-hmm. It looks fantastic. It looks better than most of the... It looks better than anything Marvel and DC have done this year. 100%. Godzilla mm-hmm. oh, yeah. looks great. The effects are fantastic. And I love the musical score. It's mainly just the score from the fifties just updated, but Mm -hmm. I love how it's used and it's, it's just such a good score on its own and updated for with modern, you know, instruments and modern composing. It's just, I don't know. I thought it was so much fun. I listen Mm -hmm. to it all the time. I think it's great.
2: I do. Like, I loved the score. Like there, like mm -hmm. there are probably maybe this film more than like, I have very few others, like maybe Oppenheimer and like Barbie's use of its music. Like, Impacted the did film. You hear the music as as much as this one did. Like when what, what when that that theme da 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 like would yeah, kick so in.
1: Good. I love it. I, I really adore a lot about this movie, and it, everyone's already saying all of this, but it it is an example of how to make a modern blockbuster in the correct way. We rant all the time about how superhero movies have fallen off and how they don't do it anymore for anyone this might be the answer. This is what people want. People are loving this. It, it has made so much money that it's being re-released as a black and white version and people are still going. What? It's a film that was only supposed to be around for a month out of Japan and it's has an extended another month release because people are actually really enjoying it. And it's a Godzilla movie, you know? Mm-hmm. And you're right. It's not without its flaws. It has some issues. It's got some overly sappy tones at specific parts. I agree with you. And again, spoilers, I would do, I, w- there's going to be a sequel, so I can't really say much, you know, how I feel about it right now, but I kind of would have preferred if they kept the, the girl dead. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. I thought that was
1: kind of like, Oh, oh yeah. All with- right. Well, you can't kill her. It's got to be the cloud freezing moment, but then she has, you know, that tattoo on her neck. So it's going to, of course, be something towards the sequel but Mm. we'll see where they go from there i'm just afraid of it not being as good and even if it's not as good Mm. that's fine but i just i'm afraid of it just completely dropping off yeah
2: so is it gonna be with like the same characters the sequel
1: yeah it should be okay we'll have to see yeah but i really like the final product that we've been given and oh yeah again in a year of movies that haven't been great and a bunch of franchises that are completely falling off. This one's back, and it's actually better than ever. And according to my letterbox, this is my not my final list. We'll talk about final list next week, but I have it as the fifth best movie of the year right now. Oh, I'll say, and it's a Godzilla movie. <laughs> I'll,
2: it's 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 uh, number nine on mine. That's for
1: now. Oh, I have it higher than you. Wow. Watch Hunger Games, be above it. (laughs) (laughs) I would cry. (laughs) Ovidous silence. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, just really solid filmmaking across the board. Really solid writing. And I can't praise enough the pacing of this film. I was never, both times, never bored once. I agree. It it just clicks
2: along and kept me engaged.
1: Mm -hmm. Everything feels and happens exactly when it's supposed to. It's just a really solidly made movie. Even if you don't like Godzilla, like there's something to appreciate in this movie 100%. Mm-hmm. That story is just it's good enough to get people compelled whether you're into the character of Godzilla or not. The technical qualities are undeniably great. It's it's just a really solid movie.
2: Yeah, I mean and the action, the action is riveting. It, there's explosions, oh it's great. gunfire, you know, people get no, like in and... he just and chucks scream. the boat. Oh, my
1: goodness. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 just like, I had to stop myself. And then the boat just <laughs> flies through the screen. I had to stop myself <laughs> from laughing. <laughs> like, out <Yeah>. loud.
0: <laughs> to the whole theater, you know?
1: And his atomic breath is so good in this movie. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. It's cool. It's great. It's like a nuke. Mm-hmm. Yeah you feel how powerful and how threatening of a character he is it's so good the
2: theater was so loud (laughs) like your audience or the no the volume like the movie like Mm. it was so loud like not always but like when he's like nuking shit yeah
1: it's great and i love how it goes quiet for a moment and then Uh it comes back in it's so good yeah yeah a movie for the bros (laughs) Real. <laughs> yeah, I really like this movie. I would give it a high seven out of ten, maybe in the middle. I give it, it was very good,
2: an eight out of ten.
1: Yeah, I... see, look, I'm not going to complain about that one. That's a perfectly fine mm. rating for this movie, right,
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the the ratings, my friends, on this one, they span from seven to ten on this mm-hmm. movie. I have a lot of friends who gave this a ten,
1: actually. Yeah, me too. Yeah, good movie. Yeah. Hey, you want to talk about the recommendation for the week? I, I do. So it was my recommendation, and I recommended a film from 1973. I'm quote the director's name. Uh, so I recommended a film from 1973 called The Last Detail, directed by Hal Ashby. It stars Jack Nicholson and Randy Quaid and Otis Young. And it's about two guys in the Navy that are in charge with transporting a young naval soldier, you know, keeping track of him while he awaits his eight-year prison sentence for stealing $40. (laughs) And, you know, everything that ensues from there. And just kind of, you know, this kid's 18. He hasn't experienced life, so let's help him experience life. And I like this movie a lot. I think it's really interesting, and I think it's very compelling. I enjoy the characters a lot, and it is very much a kind of vibe movie Mm -hmm. but in the best way possible what'd you think about
2: i agree especially the vibe Mm -hmm. this is so like it i feel some people would maybe describe this movie as like a movie where nothing happens like largely but that's that's the point oh yeah but those are like my those are always my favorite kinds of movies i'm a sucker
1: yes such a sucker i knew it i i am I, I am. Played a little bit to your bias on this one.
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, it even goes deeper than just, like, that. Because sometimes those movies are, like, more, like, based on, like, an ensemble cast. But this is, like, an intimate portrait nice. of, like, yeah, yeah, like three dudes. Like, every line says something, I feel like. Like, if you're really paying attention, like, you can take something pretty much from everything these guys say about their yeah, characters. Yeah, some of the-
1: trying to think of one of the funny lines in the beginning with the insults oh yeah joke but i can't (laughs) think of one it's there's some good insults in this movie though mm
2: -hmm. i i knew when i heard that line i'm the fucking shore patrol motherfucker i was like oh in the bar yeah Yeah, yeah, i was like that's definitely like a a heavily quoted line from this movie." Mm -hmm. that is kind of the quote i found out
1: i just really like the storytelling here And I know it's been done before, you know, before this movie, probably not much. I'm trying to think of other examples, but it's 1973. It's been done to death since, but Mm -hmm. just the story of helping someone find out, you know, the meaning of life before they get put away, et cetera, blah, 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 blah. Mm -hmm. And I just like the way that it's handled here. I enjoy the whole movie, but as it goes along, it just gets better for me. Mm -hmm. I really love... I mean, the highlight of the movie for me is, this is going to sound strange, but the prostitution stuff I think is great. I just really love the, you know, know, learn about each character and how they interact with women, etc. I love when Randy Quaid is in the bed with the prostitute and is just like, I'll give you everything else I got just to look at you. And just, you know, they have that Mm
2: -hmm. moment
1: with each other. Yeah. Just a lot of really good character moments that are very satisfying in this movie from where it starts off and where it ends. And I think the most impactful scene in the film is when he tries to run away at the picnic at the end. Cause Mm -hmm. you're just sitting there with the most bittersweet feeling. You're watching these guys really enjoy each other's company and genuinely want to help out each other and develop this friendship along the way. But it's all kind of for nothing. Cause he's still going away. Right. Nothing can change. it's just this very bittersweet thing and it's also that scene where he starts signing goodbye is very funny (laughs) Mm
2: -hmm. I love seeing Jack Nicholson's character like struggle with that throughout the film yeah it was just
1: Jack Nicholson being Jack Nicholson for two hours
2: (laughs) you know but you can see like how desperate he he is to uh like he he, almost like sometimes it, it seems like he's living vicariously through him like, he, he was this kid having, like, all these experiences for the first time that, like...
1: He is, 100%. He, yeah. he has,
2: like, he, you know, he's done it a million times now that all of these mean nothing to him. Mm-hmm. You know? Teaching
1: him how to yodel.
2: And, like, there are moments where, like, Jack Nichols... Yeah, TJ. Teach- <laughs> yeah. And there, there are moments w- where Jack and, uh, and the uh, prisoner... It's, it's Randy Quaid, right? Mm-hmm. Um, he's very good in oh yeah like when like whenever they like can't connect it frustrates jack nicholson's character like way more yeah like mm. it frustrates him a lot
1: he's not because it, it yeah he's the badass yeah and it,
2: it, it like but it like locks him out of like being able to like do that living vicarious thing you know it like breaks the illusion mm like there's a lot of, like subtle things like happening i feel like amongst the characters and personalities always like I, you can point to a million things like that probably that i haven't i didn't pick up on you know
1: yeah if, i mean this is if, my second time seeing the movie i picked up on some things that i didn't pick up on the first time it was just i don't know just really solid kind of kind of character study as a film
2: yeah it, it, I mean, it's just, certainly it's like, it's like, you know, almost three separate character studies. Mm-hmm. But as like,
1: and I kind of like how the film ends, where it's mm-hmm. plays a lot more into realism than your top, typical theatrical tropes, where it's just, you know, you experience the movie, everybody learned something, but in the end, it's life. Dang. Nothing's changed. Right. You had that moment, you learned from it, but now you just move on and they're just like, all right, let's go back to base. Maybe we'll get put on another detail. And then they just walk away. It's like, all Mm. right, it's over.
2: That is, I love that kind of like realistic finality. I mean, my my favorite, uh, that's how. That's kind of how Do the Right Thing ends. It's the same exact thing, you know, I guess uh, like 16 years later. But like this, you know, these huge thing, this like monumental day happens. And then, you see the next morning, and like everything just has to like pick up where it left it's off. Amazing. Yeah. And I love that. I do. Because it that, you know, there's there's a lot of honesty in that. And especially a movie that's like been so grounded and like in the mud with that, with stuff like that. With realism, with like the realism and just kind of being a drama of people.
1: I love the chanting stuff too. I just, just so many little moments as soon as i think back on all of them I'm just like yeah i really like that it's oh, yeah, really also like fun. That, that was really well done it it is, it's really very is funny. hilarious watching them drunkenly put together the cots is oh so- my <laughs> yeah
2: <laughs> this was it's kind of like also this was kind of like nice for the the christmas the holiday season
1: that's why i recommended yeah, it. it i know we haven't recorded since before christmas so merry christmas yeah. everybody who celebrates by the way yeah but I was hoping, you know, you'd have the Christmas recommendation, but just in case, I recommended this cuz it's a very nice in between Thanksgiving and Christmas movie. Mm-hmm. It puts you in that feeling. You yeah. know, you get the warmth of the camaraderie between these people and then there's the snow, etcetera, blah, blah blah blah, but yeah, yeah, exactly.
2: I love this. It was a nice it was, it was a nice little bit of warmth, which I watched mm-hmm. a, I watched a Christmas movie right after it called Blast of Silence, which is like Really dark noir, so it was. I've a never fun, even
1: heard of that. That sounds interesting. Oh yeah, it's Last of
2: Silence. It had, I think it it had like a new restoration recently. It it had like a feature on the Criterion Channel. This is a Christmas movie. Suppose, yeah, it is. It is it is legitimately does not look like a Christmas movie. <laughs> it is legit a Christmas movie. I I, sh- I don't even need to say supposedly. The middle of the movie is like Christmas Day.
1: Interesting. I saw Die Hard in, in theaters Ooh, this this year, that's right cool. before Christmas, and that was a lot of fun. Yeah. I also watched a, a Christmas film called Holiday. Holiday. <laughs> it's a, <laughs> a Netflix movie where uh-huh. it with, uh, what's her name, Emma Roberts, and she was like, I need to have a date for the holidays, and then this handsome Australian man was like, I'll be your holiday, we'll just date on the holidays, but then, of course, they fall for each other. Right, so, uh, yeah, yeah. Do you Classic. know what I was made aware of this year? That film with the guy from Crazy Rich Asians and the Game of Thrones girl, Last Christmas or whatever it is, mm-hmm. I've never seen it, but I was made aware, and spoilers for Last Christmas, if anyone's ever going to watch it, that it's a literal interpretation of the song Last Christmas, where it's like, Last Christmas, I gave you, gave my-, you my heart, because at the end of the movie, he gives her, her his heart, and it's like, I want you to have this, <laughs> It his real heart. I've never seen that movie. His real heart, like as like I've never seen that movie, but this is what I was told. He's just like, I love you so much. Here's my heart.
2: Like she needs a heart transplant, or just like in the gift. I box. don't. I don't know. But all I
1: was told <laughs> was he was like that. He just gives it to her for Christmas, and it's like, here's my heart. Enjoy it. That's
2: that's something else.
1: That's so funny. I, that makes me really want to watch it.
2: I also watched, I I got to watch my favorite Christmas movie in theaters, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation, and I'd have to drive an hour Randy to Quaid see it. Randy Quaid also, right? Yeah, he's in that, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah,
1: goes full circle.
2: Exactly.
1: I would definitely add this to the Thanksgiving or Christmas itinerary for movies to watch. Mm-hmm. I agree. Yeah, I mean, even on a second viewing, I like it the same. I I I think it's just a really solidly told story that remains interesting the entire time. I care about these characters. I want to see what happens. And I don't know. I like it a lot. Yeah. One of those uh, classic just hangout movies.
2: It it does, like, it takes a little bit of dedication, I feel like. And, like, kind of, like, right at the beginning, like, you have to... Do you think so? I feel like you have to, like, kind of want to, like, go with the movie a little bit. It, it It's... not
1: that the first time definitely not at all this time okay yeah
2: well there we well see that well see this was my first time i guess so that makes sense
1: yeah the first time it took like 15 minutes it took up yeah. until they were putting the cost together for me to really be like oh, okay i get what this is doing but this this time i i was fine with it the entire way through
2: yeah that was that was pretty much like it took me like 15 20 minutes and I was like
1: off to the races with it yeah just keeps getting better as it goes along, at mm-hmm. least for me.
2: Oh, it does. Uh, yeah, is deeper and deeper into the characters. hmm Yep.
1: I like the chanting stuff. Oh, yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, the... Like, the wishing. Like, what... <laughs> like, that, that is so accurate. What do you
1: wish for? Uh, a woman? Oh, I'm a woman. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, what? he's
2: in the bar, and he, like, actually yes. gets the girl, like, interested yes. because of it, and the way Jack Nicholson and, uh... Uh, his, his officer, Uh, Otis, Otis Young, Young. yeah, I can't remember his name, I can't remember the character's name, uh, but, he, like, the way they react is so, like, just real, uh, real, (laughs) it's so funny, the whole, it's like, just the accuracy that situation is portrayed with, this sends me over the edge.
1: Great performances all around. Everyone really encapsulates their characters and has very believable, realistic performances. Mm-hmm. Indeed. Yeah, a movie I like a lot. I think it's very good. I'm comfortable giving this one a high 7 out of 10.
2: I, I'm very consistent with mine this episode. An 8 out of 10.
1: Hell yeah. Look at they you. All... Triple 8s. 888. <laughs> 888. Eight, eight, eight. Yeah. A fun one. Mm-hmm. I'll definitely be watching it again. Maybe next year.
2: Yeah. I'm gonna have to introduce like my sister and family and stuff to it. But this is the cat movie. Yeah, I'll probably my dad show my family.
1: Like. I think they would enjoy it. Yeah, no, me too. But there's like no,
2: maybe not my mom. <laughs> yeah. I don't know how, she wouldn't like all the all the horror stuff, like horror house.
1: Like, yeah, but it's barely anything, and and it, it it the message that they're getting across is a good one. You just see some boobs. True. <laughs> we'll see. Oh. Do you hear, I'll, I'll, do I'm do hear real... gunshots outside my house? No. Oh, yeah, people shooting ducks. I live next to the water um, in the woods, so there's people that sit in, like, duck sheds and
2: shoot ducks. That sounded like a duck-my-dog barking. Jeez,
0: God.
1: It did. It, did, it really <laughs> did.
0: <laughs> Alright, let's do some questions yeah. from our little community we got going on here.
1: Send us some more questions, please. we love to hear from you. Mm-hmm. We like answering them. Today, we have one from Vincenzo. He's currently in Italy, and he wants to know what we think the best mob-slash-mafia-type movies are, so he can watch some while he's there. Oh. I mean, The Godfather, of course. hmm Let's just get that one out of the way. Not the third one.
2: Well, does, isn't there, like, a new edited version
1: that, like, he yes, made? Yes, and they changed, they changed the title back to The Death of Michael Corleone. Mm-hmm but he but the way they edited it he doesn't die <laughs> so now it's called the death of michael corleone but in the new edited version he doesn't die ah so well, why would you do that <laughs>
2: <laughs> is it better though
1: i haven't seen okay. it that's just all i know about it
2: i haven't seen i actually have seen one. any of the godfather movies
1: you've never seen any of the godfather
2: no. movies I, it's yeah really None of, none of them it's a blo- i need to see them i'm trying to think of like italian like and mob Goodfellas is crazy. yeah i was gonna say good like martin scorsese has so many great ones
1: like, you have to see once upon a time in america but i hear great things about
2: it. trying to think there's there's all these cool movies they're not they're like not gangster movies they're like police dramas and it's it's usually about like a terrorist organization Here, this one's my favorite, is uh, Colt 38 Special Squad. It's this old... It's a movie? Yeah. It's this old... Colt
0: 38 Special Squad. Is it that
2: one, or like Rabbit Dogs? There are a few of these... No, you're
1: right, I found it.
2: Well, there are a few different ones, like a few different of these, like, really grimy and, like, violent uh, Italian movies from the mid-70s that are about the years of lead. Which is like there's like all this there's a lot of political unrest in Italy with like a bunch of fascists like that's why like like Pasolini was killed and all that mm-hmm. like as a result or like supposedly like that's what happened and and it's just like the movies are crazy and violent and thrilling I like those but they're they're not really mob movies but they're like they're based like in Italy so I'll have to check them out yeah would you count The Departed I'd say so. I even, I mean.
1: Oh. Well, I mean, and not Italian wise, yeah. but as like a mob movie. Yeah. All right. From what I know about Italian it. led ones, I'm trying to like think more about, but. It's hard. What's on um, like Because
2: I, we're Americans. We you know American mob movies. America. The Untouchables. I was just going to say that. Okay. Yeah. Bam. That's a really. F- Gola.
1: We get to see it. It's on my Ooh. list. But-
2: it's good. It's not my favorite De Palma, but I really like it. it no, nah, that's not my How
1: did didn't he do Carrie? Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. The 70s.
1: All right, Vincenzo. Enjoy those movies while you're in <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Italy. Enjoy Italy. I'm jealous. I want to go to Italy. We have another question from Ricky, who asks, what is your favorite superhero movie?
0: Uh. Uh.
1: Aquaman 2. <laughs> Aquaman 2, Electric Gogulu. Uh, the Kingdom of, of the Deep, or whatever. I already forgot what it's called. <laughs> <laughs> I can tell you a superhero movie that I genuinely love. That might actually be one of my favorite movies. I love Logan. I think Logan is excellent and I would love to talk about it one day.
2: I need to yeah, that's that's one that's the one superhero movie like series I think I've seen none from is
1: the X-Men. You've never seen Logan? I've never seen Logan. I haven't seen... All right, like, good. Don't watch it until I recommend it one day, because okay. I probably will. <laughs> I have, I've
2: never seen X-Men First Class. Hmm. None of that. I need to.
1: Logan's great. Logan is like the best Last of Us movie without it being Last of Us movie. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Spider-Verse, fantastic, both of them. Mm-hmm. What about keep you? keep
2: running into, com- into comic book movies. But they're not like, like, there's Dick Tracy. I love the Dick Tracy movie, but he's not a superhero. He's just, he's like a good detective,
1: but his superpower is being the greatest detective. Yeah, exactly.
2: I don't know. I mean, the animated Spider-Man, men, Spider-Man. Yeah, they're great. Like, Into the Spider-Verse, spe- especially.
1: 10
0: out of 10. I can't,
1: I can't think.
2: Like, it's hard to think of ones. Like that top that.
1: I love Logan. I really, I mean, I I think the Guardians movies are the best trilogy in the MCU. Mm-hmm. If we're regarding those, I think those are at least. I mean, even especially the first one, I think, are very special movies. Definitely set themselves apart in the mass glob that is the superhero genre. Oh yeah, but my personal favorites are Logan and Spider Verse, probably.
2: Yeah. I can't really think of any other And hear me Spider out. First. I
1: got another one for you. Oh. I love Megamind. I'm counting Megamind. I love Megamind. I'm
2: fine. I'm not going to argue with you on that.
1: Megamind is a great movie. Giving us a lot of great memes. Yes, it has. All right, we'll end on this one from John. Not me, the different John. Oh. Who asks, if your toilet was sentient, would you rather it craved your shit or resented you for it? Can it speak? You know, mm. if it can voice, let's say yes. If it was just like yes, give give it to me. Right. I would kind of rather crave it because I, I don't want to feel bad for going to the bathroom. Right.
2: Like what is something it...
1: everyone has to do? So if you walked in there, it was just like, oh, you're a piece of shit. Why are you doing <laughs> this to me? <laughs> like,
2: yeah, like... exactly. Uh, yeah, or and like it'll also like be. I'm um, like scheming to get back, like to get yeah. back at you if it hates you.
1: It'll purposely clog. It'll yeah, <laughs> exactly.
2: Oh my goodness.
1: Or if you put like toilet paper in, she's like, "You're choking me." Like I'd rather it not make me feel bad for just doing a humanly activity.
2: Right. I yeah. I think you have to go with the it liking it. It's just that's it that disturbs me. <laughs> I don't want to think about that.
0: It's a good question, though.
2: It is. It puts you in a, into a conundrum.
1: right? right. That'll about do it for questions for us today. Send us more. Next week, we will be talking about Aquaman for sure. We'll, just, we'll figure out what else we'll talk about. But we'll also be talking about your recommendation for next week. Why don't you let us know what it is? All right. oh, 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 wow. Damn. <laughs> Yeah, I'm trying to. F- I guess your dog does not want you to recommend it. Maybe you got to pick something.
2: <laughs> I'm trying to figure out what I want to recommend. I like. I realized about like I was like, shit. It's my turn. Of course, I kind of want to recommend something I haven't seen. Yeah, I want to recommend. I'm going to recommend Altered States from 1980, but directed by Ken. Oh hell also. yeah!
1: Nice. That's on my watch list. I haven't seen it. Ah,
2: very cool. Yeah. I want to see more Ken Russell. It's about a, a research scientist who uses, like, mind-altering drugs mm-hmm. to explore altered states.
1: All right, if you don't want to be spoiled for Altered States from 1980, directed by Ken Russell, watch it by next episode. Mm-hmm. Till then, you know, our letter boxes are in the description if you want to follow us. But thank you for listening, and enjoy your 2024. Yeah, peace out. New year.
0: Goodbye.
1: Another day closer to death. <laughs>
0: Goodbye, everybody.